Francesca Rudkin is here with this week's movie picks. Morena. Good morning. Have they asked you to be on Celebrity Treasure Island yet? No, I don't think they would because I would just say no. And also maybe I'm not a celebrity enough. <laughs> and oh, come on. No, I just I don't think it's my <laughs> scene, to be perfectly honest. I don't think anyone needs to see me with my shirt off. The thing is that I'm st- I'm startlingly pale. I'm startlingly white. Like I sometimes catch a glimpse of myself in the bathroom mirror and I go, oof. Oh, that's Jack. rough. It's about what's, Jack, it's about what's on the inside. But it's not, not on Celebrity Treasure Island. That's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, you've got two different films for us to watch yes. at home this week. Let's have a listen to Cinderella. Cinderella, you don't need to go to the ball. Please, stepmother, I spent weeks making this dress. My future depends on it. I am your fabulous godmother. Do you want to go to that ball and meet a bunch of rich people who will change your life? Yes, I was just crying and singing about it like two minutes ago. Then go, you shall! Okay, that's an amazing cast, doesn't it, Francesca? You've got Camilla yeah. Cabello, you've got Adina Menzel, Minnie Driver, Billy Porter, Pierce Brosnan. And if everyone's going, hang on a minute, this is a musical comedy and it's got Pierce Brosnan in it and you're having flashbacks of Mamma Mia and his singing talent, just um, take a big deep breath because they actually take the mickey out of Pierce Brosnan and his um, ability or inability to sing yeah. very well in this film, which I really loved. So basically, this was an idea um, that James Corden came up with. He acts as the producer and he stars as one of them. He's a, he's a mouse in this film. And he thought it would just be fantastic to sort of make a musical comedy um, and out of the Cinderella fairy tale. So he got Kay Cannon on board, who was the writer and director for Pitch Perfect, and said, and she is the perfect person to sort of pull this off. So it is period set. It's kind of set in some medieval time, I think. But it's a very modern take on the story. The dialogue is very modern, and the soundtrack is very modern. They're basically, it's the same sort of idea to Pitch Perfect. Yeah. You take a whole lot of really great, well-known songs, and you turn them, you throw them into this musical and you sort of, you know, you, you play with them a little bit and make them musical appropriate. This is a film about, this is a story about female empowerment. Our lead character, Ella, Cinderella, she doesn't, you know, necessarily want to find a man or have a different life. She wants to start a business. She wants to be a dressmaker. She wants to, um, you know, have a career, not find a man. And our prince, Prince Robert, he isn't really interested in giving up his bachelor ways and settling down. Of course, his father demands that he does so. Um, and so hence we have the ball and and in the end Ella only goes to promote her designs and hopefully get a foot up, you know, to, to sort of get a step up um, in being a dressmaker. And of course the two of them have their run-ins and things like that. So the prince's sister is played by Gwen. She's very funny. She is uh, the smart uh, one. She's trying to get a seat at the table to run the to run the nation. As you mentioned, Minnie Driver plays the queen, and she's just very dry um, and adds some nice humour there as well. Look, I'm going to be honest with you, Jack. I really didn't think I was going to like this film. It does try too hard to be cool, but it kind of won me over and just. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm not going to remember this film. I'm not going to think about it for long. But you know what? It was actually just quite yeah. fun. Ella is very goofy. Um, she's very goofy. Uh, as I mentioned, I like the fact that they've kind of turned things on their head. It turns out to be quite predictable. But you know what? It 
was kind of sweet and fun. It was quite interesting watching the kids. The kids came mm. in and out while I was watching this. The 15-year-old, who I thought would give this all of three seconds, I reckon stayed for 15 minutes, which was quite impressive. Yeah. And, of course, the 12-year-old who loves musicals really enjoyed the whole spectacle of it. But um, there was some conversations about how some of their favourite songs had been ruined. Ah. But, look, it's just it's light and it's fun. And, as I say, you're not going to remember it. Again, but you know, it, it's just—I don't know—it was just goofy fun. Nice, it wasn't so bad. It okay. wasn't so bad. That is Cinderella. That is available on Prime Video. We're running out of time, Francesca. So tell us very quickly about Class Action Park on Neon. Yeah, okay, so this is a documentary about the world's most dangerous and totally insane amusement park that was run in the 1980s and 90s. It was a destination for all New York teenagers who wanted to go to a theme park, have a few drinks, ride these crazy unsafe rides and see if they came home without an injury. Um, there were no rules. The park was run by kids. It was set up by a disgraced Wall Street trader. And the first half of this film is absolutely hilarious as you just watch with disbelief as to how they set this park up and ran it. And it's wonderful. You're sort of laughing away. Unfortunately, the second half, you see the consequences of it, the injuries and the deaths, and you suddenly are very grateful for health and safety rules. So just interesting, uh, entertaining yarn about how life was different in the 80s, Jack. Nice.